Good morning. Welcome to Monday Daily Devotions. Uh, today we're going to be exploring uh, some texts from Ephesians throughout this week, I guess. Uh, a text from Ephesians and a little bit in John's Gospel this week, but I wanted to start in Ephesians. So thanks for joining me in this new year uh, on this uh, these last weeks of the Christmas season. So Ephesians chapter 1 is where we're at. And I'm going to start reading at the third verse, and then we're going to talk for just a few minutes. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he's made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him, who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance towards redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. Um, So we'll stop there. Um, I was thinking about that term today, or not today, but this whole week as I prepared for Sunday, so that we might live for the praise of his glory, Ephesians talks about, and and what that actually means. Think in your head about what it would look like to you or feel like to you to see someone living for the praise of God's glory. What what would that look like? And just try to try to grab a hold of that in your head and heart about what somebody who lived for the praise of God glory would look like to you, what they'd look like out in the world. Sometimes, you know, if if you come to Scripture and you read, like, just one chunk like we did, you never really get the whole picture, and so you got to start looking through the whole book. Because I think Paul starts, or the author of Ephesians, as you look through the rest of the chapter tries to show us what living for the praise of God's glory looks like. This section lifts up all those all those gifts that we receive through Jesus Christ. I mean, I listed them in church too. Chosen, holy, blameless. Uh, we're adopted, we're redeemed, we have forgiveness. We've had the will of God made known to us. That God's drawing all things to God's self. That's, that, that's an active word. That, that all things are being drawn to God. With all wisdom, he's made known the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that is set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him. So the fullness of time means that that gathering up has been started. It's going to happen already, but it's not yet complete for the fullness of time. So there's work that's going on right now with God in, in the world. And what you see in Ephesians is that the praise of his glory becomes an active participation in that 
And that doesn't mean attending church and worshiping or getting other people to attend a church, although that's part of it. It, it ends up being a, a total transformed life and, and what that is, how that is in the world and to the world. I, I think, I know in church we talked about it too on on Sunday yesterday that um, you come to the new year and you start to think about all the ways we're less than or how we want to get better and then we look out and think, oh, I got to exercise or lose weight or do this or do that and to, to somehow be more than what I am already. And that's kind of the way the world works. But scripture takes it differently and it's it reverses it and says you already have the inheritance that God's given you. You're already a child of God. You're already beloved. You've already been given all of these things so that you might live for the praise of his glory. And then we realize as we see what God's given us that there's a why to that. It's not a why so that we can feel better about ourselves, although hopefully that happens. It's a why so that we can have the be energized to be a part of what God's doing in the world that's always bigger than we can envision, that's always greater, that's always uh, imbibing us with a deeper purpose that somehow our life reflects God's glory. Now, if you look out in the rest of the text, you're, you're going to see what that starts to look like for the author, for Paul in Ephesians, that it's a transformed life that transforms the world, that it's directed at that end. Uh, this day, after Christmas, as you move into the new year, I hope that you can see how valuable you are, how worthy you are in God's eyes, in that there is a, a deep, deep purpose for your life as you're called to live for the praise of God's glory. Have a blessed week.